Mujewale, Mujewale, Mujewale. My name is Barney Kuruka and welcome to another episode of the Ugandan Boy Talk Show. Welcome once again on the Ugandan Boy Talk Show with your boy Barney Kuruka. And today's episode will bring you this man, none other than Chibuka Lincoln. Actually, he's just like my me. So, Chibuka, mm. how are you? I'm, I'm doing good. I'm fine. Uh, I'm happy to feature on this podcast as well. Uh-huh. Uh, I think it's a great opportunity, a great honor for me mm-hmm. to be on this podcast today. Um, as you know, I started this podcast mm. to just share people's stories mm. and just to for people to know about other people mm. so before we go into your story i want you to tell us how where you're born and where you're from mm. mm-hmm. yeah um i'm by name of uh, chibuka lincoln as uh, earlier said and um, i'm born and raised in wakiso uh, we grew up like like just other than other african kids we grew up in a small town, we go down like with all our family all the time. We kept on admiring from one another. Yeah. Yes, so we grew up in Wakiso. Uh, that's all I can say. Okay. Yeah. So how many siblings do you have? I think I had your young sis- young brother here. Uh, yeah, yeah, Ethan. Mm-hmm. I have four siblings. Yeah, the elder. Yeah, uh, the Israel, the is Lisa, this Carol, and Ethan. Ethan, yeah. I, last year. Yeah, I think I've recorded something with Ethan, and he was telling me about his school. And uh, yeah. so, where did you go to school? Yeah, I grew up in a small town. Mm-hmm. Uh, like everything was at once. So I grew up in Wakiso. Uh, went to Wakiso Junior for my primary school. Mm-hmm. I went to. Sako Center Saint Augustine's College for my edu- for my Oliver oh I later transferred and went to Bolenga uh-huh. for my Oliver I came back to Wakiso Wakiso Saint Jude, the same school you went to Saint John's yeah uh-huh. I went there for my Oliver yeah and now later I transferred to Saint Elizabeth for my senior sex education. You almost forgot St. Elizabeth and that's where you finish your... <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's why that was my last that's year of high school. Yeah. I, then later I went to LDC mm-hmm. for pursuing law. That's where I had started pursuing law and I was happy uh, I got a diploma in law. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, I wish to upgrade to go for a bachelor's degree in law. Mm-hmm. But that was a turning point, yeah. and uh, things got a bit tricky. Mm-hmm. And I uh, had to calculate my chances and try something else. Yeah. So yeah. when you were in school, mm. in like from primary school, high school, mm. when you went to LDC, before you went to LDC, what did you want to study? Basically, what did you want to do? Growing up, uh, it was always about law. Mm-hmm. I admired like how things run in a law court, mm-hmm. how lawyers behave, how they dress, and basically everything about law was yeah. everything for me. 
Yeah, so you know, I know you mentioned like that was a turning point, and then life got tricky. Yeah. Um, so what what happened there that you couldn't, you were not able to continue with your law? Yeah, uh, around that time, that that turning point was uh, after, like, after I lost my mom. Mm-hmm. That 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 was a point when uh, everything started changing and uh, tried calculating my other different options. Yeah. Yeah. So that time, I chose to to try something new. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it took me a while, but I tried out something new. Went to tried out cooking because yeah. uh, like it was something for us at home. Mm-hmm. My mom was a seven star chef, yeah. so she was too good. <laughs> <laughs> so. Through the time we spent at home, mm-hmm. I grew up, it was uh, all a time of learning different recipes, different things, how a kitchen is run. So it was easy for me to join this part of career. Right. Yeah. So would you say that cooking was more of a talent, but, or did you go to school for it? Or did you just watch your mom growing up? Like, how did you... Basically, it's always hard for me to explain it, but I think I get the hands. Mm-hmm. Because I've been able to compete with guys of around eight years, seven years, and they've always been appreciating me, appreciating the work I do, appreciating how I do my thing. So it was all my growing up was like a process that led me to what I can do currently. Right. Yeah, I've I've tested your food. I mean, you've cooked for us uh, for the time we've been here, and it's really really nice food. And like, so is that something you would want to pursue to continue with that, or is it like you want to go back to law, or what? What would you choose at this point between law and continuing with your food career? Currently, I feel like I'm really settled with cooking. Yeah. And uh, it's really something, not like it's something that everyone can do. Uh-huh. Like in a kitchen, we always like we all prepare. We can prepare a same meal, uh-huh. and it comes out differently right. every time. So that difference is always within the pick of hands. Like what you can do with the same recipe, and how you can get the best of it with uh-huh. the same recipe. Uh-huh. So. I think it's a uniqueness I, I get. So currently, I think I can choose cooking because I'm able to create yeah. different and uh, give life to a new meal, give birth to a new recipe, give birth. So I'm fully happy, contented with the creation okay. I yeah. can do. So now that you've mentioned, how long have you been cooking mm. since what, the day you started cooking like a real meal? A how real long meal? has that been? Yeah. Professionally, I think for years. Okay. Yeah, it's for years. So, what are some of the places where you've worked mm. cooking in mm. Kampala? Kampala, basically, I I really worked with uh, this friend. The longest place has been uh, uh, Holy Crepe. Okay. It's a French cafe in Korolo, both in Korola and in Nyenga. They have in different branches, and. Uh, I've also worked with Cafe Cosmo. I think it's currently out. It's no longer working. I've also tried doing outside catering. Uh, different chefs, different people hire me to prepare a meal in their different homes. Oh. Yeah. 
basically I've worked with I've worked with several other small restaurants around Kampala. Some have closed out, others are still there. I also worked with Bambi's. Yeah, I think currently it's out, it's no longer yeah. working, yeah. But yeah, um, to all our listeners, I just want to bring you this guy here that he has not had a smooth path like anybody else. Like along his path, he has had hurdles and he has had school fees issues just out of school. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has used, he has mentioned his schools. You've seen he has gone to like like five different schools, and not because he wants to, but like because life pushes him different ways. And he tried LDC. Um, but again, he said he, it's a passion that he really loved, but it didn't come out. But one of his talents was cooking, and now he's getting a career or earning something for himself through that cooking. And this is just a reminder for anybody, like, just don't settle, just keep yourself moving and try different things. Like, some people are blessed to have a clear path, but then some other people are not blessed that way. Mm-hmm. But it's hard, it's, it's good to hear somebody like you that never quits and keeps trying and keep uh, going so in your cooking career what are some of the challenges you faced and the challenges i think earlier before when i was getting into a professional kitchen was how to manage your speed your time because uh, these are places where people just order a meal you 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 you, you work on a meal yeah so timing like the, the duration of uh, coming up with a, with a perfect recipe okay. is really important that's yeah. why speed was really hard for me mm-hmm. in the first days when I was getting into a professional kitchen yeah so that was but later I got used and uh, I could push on okay. yeah speed was really not easy mm-hmm. So what are some of the goals you have or the dreams you have in you with this uh, cooking career? The goals, mm-hmm. uh, like, I really look forward, they're really a lot, but I, I can basically break them into different sectors. My, all in all, I want to open like a continental cafe mm-hmm. around here in Kampala or either Wakiso or anywhere but close to the local people, mm-hmm. the indigenous. Because I, I want everyone to feel that taste of the uniqueness of my hands. Right. Because I were able to create something new and some things everyone can appreciate. Yeah. So I really look forward to opening something that kind. So what is something that you need mm. now to mm. be able to achieve that dream? First of all, I want uh, like to upgrade. Uh, I, I could wish to first go continue with uh, more of education. Okay. I feel like I really need to get that professional touch. Like we uh, taking a degree in uh, culinary, okay. cooking, culinary and art. I feel that will really up my game. Right things are really done differently in different countries so I really feel I need to know all it ne- I need to have all it takes to right. create more because I currently I have the hands and uh, I feel like if I upgrade with uh, getting maybe a degree in culinary cooking and art that will up my game uh-huh. 
and uh, it will also even if I haven't I've not really opened up my cafe yet I feel like it my CV would be strong like applying for different jobs in a five-star hotel cafe it will really up my game yeah yeah um, so yeah that's uh, I, I know there's a lot of schools in the United States that um, teach culinary where you can go and get an education mm. and now like what do you need to be able to like go to the United States and be able to study there I feel uh, like just I feel it's a process mm -hmm. a visa or is training a visa is really a long process but if you believe and you're willing to go that experiment that is required to push and get it I feel the recommendations of different places different like the different restaurants good restaurants, international restaurants and uh, cafes mm -hmm. and also pushing hard it's really a hard process right and believe it like because uh, it's always a visa process is really a tricky one you can really never yeah. know what may come your way what country in the whole world mm. do you think mm. has the best cooking or has the best food the best for me currently there are two countries i consider mm -hmm. i believe it's french and italy french and italy yeah, yeah i think i think french their foods are really good and, yeah uh, those are the two countries I look forward to. Even if I, when I'm trying to create a coming up with a different recipe, mm -hmm. I really look up to their menus and how they always come up with their different recipes. So the other countries I really look that cooking is really good. What kind of food were you cooking at the whole crib? Yeah, basically it has been a continental. Mm -hmm. And I, I feel it's really the, the side of food, pastry and continental mm -hmm. and I, I'm really I feel it's really a comfortable zone for me yeah yeah so what is yeah, you just said your comfortable zone is good yeah. now are you good at making like the local food yeah the local foods I'm really good mm -hmm. as well I just made you yesterday we had a, a dinner mm -hmm. I tried out the local food yeah that was good <laughs> Yeah, that was good. Uh, we really enjoyed it. Um, so now, if there was an opportunity for somebody to help you to pursue your education or help you or somebody who is interested in food and wants to support you to start a cafe, support you to continue education, like what would you want to tell them or them to hear? I really like, I would say a lot. But uh, I feel in a cafe, it's more for me. It's more of a, it's more of a. It's really a big deal for me. Like it's more of bringing life of different meals, mm -hmm. and uh, everyone willing to invest in a cafe. I feel like it's really big for me. Yeah. It's, it's something someone can never have doubt about because uh, you create life, you create moments for different people that taste these meals. Mm -hmm. And uh, if someone is really willing to invest in something that you can never turn away from, yeah. it's a great opportunity for business. It's a great opportunity for creating joy in different people's hearts. Mm -hmm. It's uh, something 
Yeah, I have a friend. I asked them what makes them happy in life, and somebody said food. Yeah. And that's it. Like, there are some people that just get happy when they get this opportunity to eat food. Um, and, like, on this podcast, I started it to just share different stories of different people and to just help them, people to get to know them. Like, I know there's a lot of people from Uganda that listen to this podcast. There's a lot of people from all over the world that listen, like, but somebody can just get touched from hearing your story and who wants to support you. Because I know uh, you mentioned at the beginning how, like, your mom passed and sometimes life started getting hard. And I know you have other siblings that look up to you being the elder brother. And I know that with you having this idea of starting this cafe, you'll be in position to help your siblings and support them. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, it's something that I'm praying for. And uh, hopefully like somebody can be there and listen to your story and yeah. just support you. Now, before we finish this, I want to, is there anything that you want to say that I've not asked you about? I really, I think we are, we are were able to touch every bit of everything, different stories. But uh, people should always look out for good food, good mm-hmm. meal. It's like a momentum to move on, to keep pushing. Yeah. It's a desire you, that can never end. People should always keep looking for that good meal mm-hmm. that uh, you're able to create a different moment, a different feeling, a different way of testing new life yeah. that's all i can say i think what would you tell people who like to eat cheap food like a commando like my brother benjamin who is in the backstage mm. <laughs> i don't I, I, I don't really i don't i all i can say is uh commando people were able to create mm-hmm. but i believe the people that can make commando in more of a modern way yeah it's also like you can spice it up very well i don't really th- you can really do well with it like chikomando. rolex actually i think i saw a rolex at mm. uh, holy crib that you guys make it was yeah really it's expensive. a yeah it's a chicken club mm-hmm. it's a more of a rolex but it's a spice ro- it's a spice spice roll mm-hmm. it comes with a, a crepe and uh chicken chicken sticks and uh, cheese and uh, different vegetable yeah. yeah so what's your best restaurant in the whole country in Uganda right now currently in Uganda I look forward to Naguru skies Naguru skies yeah. yeah I think you showed it to me one time when we yeah. were driving in Kampala I look forward to Naguru skies yeah. yeah I feel like it's really my home somewhere do you do you want to eat there or you just you want to walk there oh boy (laughs) (laughs) i would love both yeah Mm. so uh, my question that i ask people that i host on this podcast uh, what what gets you excited about life that gets me excited i love like me with a passion i have with cooking I, i can relate it to that side uh, I'm really, I'm always excited when uh, I come up with a different recipe, and always people appreciate it. Yeah. It really means a lot to me, and it always keeps me pushing to try out something new mm-hmm. and uh, to create more 
different feelings in different people's mind. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I really thank you for being here and asking. But before we go, I want you to send a message to some of the kids there that mm. they get to a point and their dream mm. falls apart, but they don't really have anything to pick themselves up or any other alternative you know like they don't they can't do anything else but here you are mm. you went to school you had a dream that you wanted to pursue but it didn't come through mm. but then you picked yourself up with mm. something else that now you're doing as a career mm. i would say i'll basically say i want everyone to have this in mind it's not over till it's over mm -hmm. you always have to push up to up your game to try out something new to always believe in yourself however much you may come from a low life a low life society you can always push and do better you shouldn't lose hope you could you should always keep pushing believe in yourself one day you you always like other people we always admire come from different backgrounds and uh, all the inspiration stories these are people that are really come from low life societies and uh, if you don't believe in yourself and keep pushing you never know what might happen one day yeah. Yeah. now who is the best or somebody you admire in your life it could be a chef, it could be anything like who is the one person that you admire in your life there's uh, this guy he's called uh, Cake Boss mm -hmm. he can create he can make anything with, 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 with cakes. He can do everything. He can create everything. So I really love people of that kind. Yeah. Are you good in bakery as well? I'm good in pastry. Pastry? Okay. Yeah. I, 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 like when people is tell me that I'm an experience, mm -hmm. me, I consider all the time I grew up from childhood, and it was all a learning process. So. Mm. People may, different people may look at my age mm -hmm. and doubt my experience, but me, I have a, all, a, a lifetime experience, that's yeah. what I can say. From day one, I started learning yeah. till when my mom passed on, yeah. and I was able to try and transform the things we grew up. I grew up learning from our home kitchen. Mm -hmm to the world and I'm happy the people that are really appreciating the work I'm doing and that always keeps me pushing and I really love what I'm doing. Would you say you decided to take on your mom's legacy of making food? Yeah, when uh, after all this I felt like with our country mm -hmm. I tried in different law firms but I feel like with things how are going in our country, I yeah. was really biased about everything, the whole process. So I, I, had, I had to go back on a bench line mm -hmm. and start think how can I really push on and go forward and try something new. So I had different ideas, but I felt like with this, I was more comfortable and I could push on going. So it okay. was... With the experience I got, it was easy for me to jump onto this boat and uh, appreciating everything. 
yeah thank you very much lincoln uh, for spending this time with us and sharing with us about your experience and we are praying and hoping that somebody will listen to this podcast and will listen to this episode and will be touched or inspired or decide to help you in any way possible or in anything or people will get inspired like young kids through your story and uh, we're thank- we're thankful that you've been able to be here and speak with us so i'm appreciating that moment uh, it, it also means a lot to me to be out here to talk about my story i wish i like i can come back with more inspiration stories and doing more making other people believe more thank you very much and see you Hey there, I am Bonnie Kibuka, the host of the Ugandan Boy Talk Show. Thanks for watching my video and don't forget to hit subscribe and share with a friend. Tune in every Saturday at 9am Eastern Time for a new episode about my podcast. And for more information about this podcast, follow me on my Instagram page, talk underscore show underscore 256.